0: Welcome to the Renegade Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss all things wellness. I'm Melanie Welch, nutritionist, and I'm Kay Boyer, health enthusiast. Welcome back, Renegades. Welcome back, Renegades. Thanks for joining us again this week. I'm excited for this week and our guest. Yeah, today we get to interview Miss Tammy Rich. Mm.
1: <laughs> and Ooh. I have known Tammy like... A good portion of my life, actually, just reflecting
0: on it since I was a teenager.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, and I've known her for two weeks, and it's been awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been was, awesome. I'm so glad I find like, like you're cable here. <laughs> you're like,
0: I don't know, right. you, but now I see you everywhere, which is really cool. Which is really <laughs> it's just really cool, fun. and your story. It's interesting meeting you. I just thought, well, she's an amazing person, and now knowing your story, which our listeners will learn today. You're amazing, Tammy. So this is really cool. Yeah, this was
1: really fun because Kay actually came to me after she met you. Kay met Tammy at a women's event. Yep. And um, she came to me and was like, do you know Tammy Rich because she has the most amazing story, and we should have her on the podcast? And I was yep. like, "Well, I've only known her since I was like 11 years old, but let me check." <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> so I've known Tammy for a long time personally, and then I got to work with her when I interned with Dr. Julia Buchkina, who we had as a yep. guest on this podcast. Yep, who's a
0: functional medicine who's a functional doctor. medicine
1: doctor, and Tammy works for Dr. Buchkina at Upstream Functional Medicine. So I got to know her more professionally too, which was really fun. So I feel like this episode has been a long time coming. And Tammy, we're so excited
2: to have you and welcome to the podcast. Yes, yes. I feel very, very lucky to be asked to come and come and talk so it's really really fun to be on with you yes okay. yes
0: all right so tammy tell us your story and you are an RN and you work at functional medicine medical off the upstream um tell us why did you become an RN what made your shift go towards functional medicine just tell us all the background
2: info okay that we need. I'll try to make it Brief, concise. As a kid, one of my favorite movies was Patch Adams, Robin oh, Adam Williams, the, the doctor movie, and I said, "I'm going to be a doctor."
0: Love it. Love that.
2: Then the input was, well, the questions were, well, why do you want to be a doctor? You know, because I want to help people. Well, if you really want to help people, you should become a nurse. if you really love people and you really want to help people you should become a nurse because Mm. doctors get 15 minutes with people true oh and i was like well okay yeah (laughs) became a nurse yes um and and i there there was probably a little bit more in there i really liked science you know i love you know the human body was always really cool to me Um, so there's a little bit more of that in there, but ultimately that's kind of what you know honed in my schooling decision. Um, and and so there you have it. So thank you, Robin Williams.
0: Yes, thank you for creating the Uh, future TVX. Yes, yes. rest (laughs) in peace. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So that's how I got into becoming a nurse. And then as far as even honing further into functional medicine. As a child, I grew up in, like, an alternative health household. Love
0: mm-hmm. it. Love it.
2: We we rarely went to the doctor. We ate all kinds of good things. You know, my mom had a garden. We did herbs. We, you know, so I just, that, it's like what you're raised as a child with, you circle back to, right? Yeah. And hopefully, just the good things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. But that's kind of where I've always kind of circled back to as an adult. Mm-hmm. Then to further refine that process is my husband got ill. Oh, gosh. When my daughter, so we had moved to Iowa. So she was three, maybe. Okay. And he got ill, debilitating joint pain. Mm. We thought he was dying, right? Wow. Oh. Uh, all of the tests showed nothing, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then we heard about Dr. Julia Buchkina. They're mm. like, you need to take him to see her and that was really the only alternative doctor we saw in the pro well no we went to like acupuncture and Chinese medicine and you know we did other modalities Mm -hmm, in the meantime yep then we went and saw her and she was the first one who said we need to check him for Lyme disease because he's Mm -hmm. a hunter yeah. Had he ever had a tick bite? No. Had he had anything else? No. You know. And sure enough, it was a tick-borne illness. It was mm. Rocky Mountain spotted fever, oh, wow. which isn't Whoa. even that common in Iowa. Right. From like a dog tick.
0: Oh, wow. Typically in
2: California. So all of these just really weird things. So saved his life. Wow. Check. 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 That's amazing <laughs> That's really right check. there. Check. Amazing. Yeah. No. So saved his life, which... I still remember like the moment when she sat down with us and when, so she worked at the university at that time Her functional medicine visits were an hour, which is unheard of. Right. So she squeezed them in between just her standard primary care practice, which 15 minute visits. Um, But I just thought like, Oh man, she's cool. Like I, I, I remember watching her stare at him and think and really listen. She's just a, she's a fabulous listener. And so you know, I just thought, Oh, she's really cool. Yeah. That was my first experience with her second experience um, is my son. He was almost two. And he and this leads into more of what we're talking about. But but this was another piece of how I found functional medicine in her. Mm -hmm. So he he was just beginning solid foods, or he was eating them. But you know, in mushed baby form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were at a restaurant, we got the soup. And after that, he had a complicated stomach bug that put him down the failure to thrive spectrum. Hmm. Oh man. Which is really a heart wrenching, scary spectrum. If I know there's people out there that experience it because I've seen it and heard it myself. Wow. I know it's out there and it's awful. Yeah. Wow. You know, you get ultrasounds of the abdomen. They they think it's like into subception where your intestines kind of roll in on themselves. There was nothing. Right. Again, no answer. Nothing. Nothing. Couldn't keep food down. He was skinny. I still have a picture of him when he turns to and he was healed by this point, but he was really skinny. Aww. Um, Aww. And so that was my other introduction to her. And she saved his life. Oh. Wow with the gaps diet oh wow and oh, that's God. when i said hold on <laughs> yes hold the phone i have yep. to work for you yes because you have that's
1: now saved 50 percent of my yes. family <laughs> yes yes you've saved so, hey.
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> i need to work for you he's like oh well cool you know i'm going on maternity leave and so i'll call you and she did. And that's, that's
1: that.
0: That is amazing. That, that is so is cool. Amazing. I
1: didn't know most. I truly didn't know most of those personal struggles that you were going through, you know, oh. which is a oh, testament wow. to how well you carried you them.
0: Yeah. Good job.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. Wow. What a story. Well, so. Wow. Yeah, so
0: That's amazing.
1: So I want to get, we want to get into your story, but tell us a little bit, then you started. um working with Dr. Ruchnow, what does your job there entail now? Um and and what are some of the key things you've learned about health and lifestyle while you've worked there? Whoa. I know two big things rolled oh. into one, but start with where what your job looks like. So now. many
2: things. Well, so my job there is being the nurse. I do blood draws, I do vital signs, you know, I do intake and stuff with the patients. That that's a piece. It has grown since I began with her, and I think we're into like our sixth, seventh year together. Wow. Um, I should I should actually get that date. Mm-hmm. But now what I've gained since starting with her is I now am a functional medicine certified health coach yeah. and a national board certified health and wellness coach. How cool. So Love that it. has really um, honed in what I do with her, which is much more of the coaching spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, new patients come in, they meet with Dr. Buchkina for two hours, sometimes longer. And then afterwards, I, I fill in the gaps as far as, uh, helping to support them in any lifestyle recommendations that she recommended for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go grocery shopping. Before COVID, we would go in and cook. I would help people cook a meal off of their new, you know, elimination diet. That was really fun. This is so and I'm useful.
0: You- this is we all <laughs> need this. this yeah. Yes,
2: because nine out of ten people that come have no idea about functional medicine. Right. It's really not as well known as it should be. Like it, it is. It is true medicine, right? We all know this. Mm-hmm. It is the true prevention preventative health care right. yes um but we're just not taught it we're not yeah. taught it in schools our parents weren't taught it mm-hmm. um anyhow so it's really fun so i i i help take it from like deer in headlights to like oh it's doable yeah we can do this i got this yeah. Yes.
0: um wow and you it's really really piece. fun that's, that's amazing. That's I feel like awesome. you're the missing piece to everything here. Like we, <laughs> we need you too. okay. Yeah. <laughs> we
2: oh, well, I keep thinking, I'm like, how can we do like, cook, like get all the moms together and cook a bunch of meals and. Yeah. For the <laughs> week
0: and all healthy and like, yeah, broth-y. yeah let's do Something. it.
2: I would. I know we can it. just like order from Hello Fresh too, but like. Yeah. yeah do it yourself but if we, we have, can have do
0: a it community better. we can do it better I you're like speaking k's
1: language this yep. is what she talks to me about every time we're alone and she's like how can cool. we get like a group of people together and yes. do food prep and i have to say that's not my like area of passion mm. but
0: you two yeah. if i shut you in a room yep i love to eat and if you love to cook this <laughs> could work out <laughs> yeah, yeah we get a lot done <laughs> well good listeners um on our social media encourage us to get this done and you guys can come yeah. cook with us that would be if you think that would be
1: useful to you because we totally would host a workshop yeah that'd be awesome to help people just even a one day like lunch and dinner workshop where you could just
0: sit with
2: coach tammy yes (laughs) oh my gosh well we did this in our practice yes so we we rented out the kitchen at natural grocers
0: oh i love uh it
2: and we all came in and made like i think people walked away with like four or five matrix matrix (sighs) meals which were like meals in a bag that you would like throw in the crock pot or dump, you know, in a casserole dish or something. So there's lots of fun ways.
0: Okay, we (laughs) We are going to keep in touch about this. I love that so, 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 so much.
1: So tell us what are some of the key things you've learned about health and lifestyle since working at Upstream Functional Medicine?
2: Well... You know, it's probably there's these five pillars that we talk about in functional medicine, and I think it's adding in those pillars of like how you're managing your stress. Like we all know, like we got to eat right, we got to move our bodies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? That's always talked about, but maybe it's the maybe it's the other three. It's that we really got to make sure you're sleeping. Okay. We really got to make sure that you're managing your stress. Preach. And then we really got to make sure that you feel well supported in your relationships, Love right? It. So uh. it's how you eat, how you move, how you sleep, uh, how you handle your stress and your relationships. Oh, I'll throw in a six. Yes. You have to make sure you're pooping. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: The poop pillar. Yes. The yes the poop thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: poop pillar. We love you. poop pillar. Yes. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> of so <fiber>. the like, <laughs> yeah, just learning how, how much more all of those people, how equally important. Yes. All of those things are. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. taking care of our bodies.
1: That's awesome. Yes. And so on the with the pillars of managing stress and healthy relationships and sleep. Is that something you also get to help some of Dr. B. Patients with that's really cool. So what does that kind of look like? How do you help people with those things?
2: Well, you know, sometimes people come already with the things that they like to do and maybe, you know, to manage stress, the things where, and I, and this is how I explain it to people. It's like, what do you have in your life where you just get lost Nothing else matters. The time doesn't matter. You're just you're totally engrossed. You're totally like into what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are like, "I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. You know, <laughs> I got nothing." Mm-hmm. Or it's this big long list, or maybe a short list, but they don't they don't have time to do those things, or mm-hmm. they haven't carved out time. Mm-hmm. So we can work on both ends. Ah. And then sometimes people come with to me with like, "I don't like." Meditating. Or like, mm. I don't like journaling. And I'm like, no problem. You don't have to do those things. Yeah. Right? People be like, that's how you manage your stress. You meditate, you journal. Yeah. I'm like, no girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm like skin to skin contact with a loved one, mm. holding a pet, snuggling your children, mm-hmm. reading a good book you know like mm-hmm. it's it's whatever it yeah. is whatever Coloring, it is Coloring yep. whatever book. works
0: for you yeah yep.
2: that yep. you just kind of get lost in or you just everything else goes away when you're yep. doing this thing i yep. love that and like permission this
0: is the other thing in the in our busy lifestyles right in this modern world is like Permission to go enjoy that book. Like for me, I feel Uh guilt if I go read a book, but it's like no, you have to go read that book to stay sane and healthy and not so stressed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. I love that.
1: That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that aspect. I think that's so key. And I, I, the more we can repeat that information, the better. Because I've said before, this is a nutrition podcast. And of course, we tend to emphasize nutrition because that's what I'm an expert in. Mm -hmm. But we're always going to have the episodes. We had an episode with Dr. Brett Racine all about sleep. And um, (gasps) I I have some people in mind that I want to have to talk about meditation. But we did an episode where we talked about meditation and breath work and breathing and
2: stress
1: management. And I just have, as I've walked some of my my wellness coaching patients through something like the autoimmune protocol you know sarah ballantyne who is kind of the founder of that autoimmune Mm -hmm. protocol she says just as important as the diet are the other lifestyle factors Mm -hmm. you have to be sleeping well you have to be managing your stress well you have to be making time for yourself you have to be doing things you enjoy yeah um and and the sixth
0: pillar
2: you have to be pooping
0: thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) and we will ask you about it (laughs) yeah
2: Sometimes that's all we focus on. Locate two things before we won't make any changes until the person is sleeping and pooping. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Just like we were born to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Do babies.
2: Yeah. Nothing <laughs> else works. Yeah. Not... So, yep.
0: Yeah. That yeah. is the conversation that all of my like family get togethers or with my kids, I'm always like, <laughs> Are you pooping today? Are you, sir? Have you pooped? More blueberries for you. More raspberries for you. Like it it, is like we are like very open about our poop in our household. So yes, yes, my family as well.
2: Yes, good, good, good. (laughs) Oh, I love this. Yes.
0: Okay. Now, kind of wanting to go back to um, how you mentioned earlier the story with your son. Um, Let's see. He had some challenging health issues early on. Can you tell us how your family? overcame those issues more of that story and then we had that interview with the Dr. Natasha Campbell with the gaps diet and this was a great connection to you cuz that was a big key in that so hit us with all the details and we want to know all about that journey and how your son is now
2: yes absolutely so you know starting so being told like hey why don't you give this a try it's this diet it's you know, that this doctor designed to help with, you know, children with autism or attention deficit and things like that. I'm like, okay. Um, and first I remember the first time I made a gap soup. So what made it, I feel really fortunate that he was so little. It's like there was no bucking any of the food I made because if I could blend it and put it in a pouch, he would eat it. Ah, yeah, that's
0: nice. God. And
2: so that really, you know, it aided in the ease and the, the rapid success so the first time i made one of the gap soups and i blended it up put it in a pouch i mean i let it cool um and his first bite you know nothing came back out second bite nothing you know because he would eat and then throw up mm. oh. um and it stayed down and i'm just like whoa, whoa what a whoa. moment that must have been such a huge <laughs> moment for you. That's cool. and and well, and he even just didn't want to eat, you know, wow. because of his experience. Yeah. And the first bite, and he just he loved it. And he gobbled the whole thing down, and that that was the end of that.
0: And wow. his body knew, like, I want
2: this. Oh I need yeah. This. <laughs> oh, I love it. It it's it was like there was no there was no doubt that we were on the right track. Cool. And so we started with. So gaps, we started with the well-cooked soups and stews with bone broth. Mm,
0: I was just going to ask bone broth. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah.
2: So bone broth is the key, right? Like so healing, so nutritious, so easy to digest all those nutrients. And he just lapped it up. Mm. Um, Love it.
0: How long did it take until you started noticing some improvements? Uh, I know immediately of him keeping it down, but on the, I guess on the failure to thrive side.
2: Well, yeah. And that's just the, he doesn't want to eat and he won't gain weight. Okay. And maybe there's more involved typically when there's failure to thrive, but yep. for him, it was like just getting food in him. Okay. And keeping it in and go, okay. Love keeping it. Keeping it in. Yes. And then that stimulated his appetite. So then he just wanted more and more. Oh my and word. And so we just reversed the trend wow. immediately. S- wow. So cool. You know, and so people are like, well, this is for mood issues or this is for, you know, uh, learning disabilities or something. And I'm like, oh, no, it's it's for much more than that. Just the fact that it's so easy to digest. It's so easy on the gut uh, that you can use it for a lot of just just gut issues. (laughs) And and that was what Dr.
1: Natasha shared with us is. So there's what most people are most familiar with. The GAPS acronym is that it stands for gut and psychology syndrome. But what mm-hmm. she shared with us is it's also gut and physiology syndrome. And she combined Perfect. them both yep. into gaps because yep. she said in English they they translate into the same acronym. So it's gut so she said it's not just the yeah. mental and emotional and mood disorders. It's also Mm -hmm. any physiological disorder, which is anything.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It's just part of thriving (laughs) your whole body. Anything
1: can be helped by that. So I'm so glad to be able to share the perspective of more of that gut and physiology syndrome side of things where, wow, what a phenomenal turnaround. And I think how scary I've been around parents who have a child that's failure to thrive and how Scary that is, mm-hmm. just of not knowing what's wrong, not being able to find a cause, and not being able to to figure it out and correct it. And so, how amazing that you were able to find this protocol and completely reverse your son's health with it. So, what is he thing. like today?
2: Oh my gosh, he's a he's a tall, strapping young lad of seven. <laughs> oh yes,
0: he <we> knows, <laughs> and he's
2: doing fabulous. <laughs> yeah uh we did still have to work on his gut though so it's not something that we could abandon completely for Mm -hmm. him and it's taken various phases of things okay for him so it's something that i still i mean i still make gap soups Mm -hmm. um probably i add in some of those more starchier things like carrots Mm -hmm. um and sweet potato which Mm -hmm. are on the initial but we use a lot of bone broth yep. and we avoid most grains most of the time. Okay, And I know he's more resilient now, mm-hmm. but it's still amazing stuff. And, and it's, it still works (laughs) yes
0: yeah so now it's more like a maintenance diet
2: than
0: kind of the hardcore okay but he still
2: loves stew like to this day we will eat a whole avocado as a lunch yeah you know just like different things like that 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 have stuck with him which i really am grateful
0: for i love that i on a personal (laughs) note i'm curious where you got your bone broth do you just natural groceries do you do it yourself tell me
2: i've done it both ways okay okay all right, one of my easiest ways is chicken feet.
0: Okay. yeah, the
2: feet. I don't know if anybody's done that, but you know, they kind of well, like curl at you.
0: You're like, <laughs> I'm a to so cook those.
2: It's <laughs> okay. so good. Okay, but otherwise, bought, bought, bottom ones. Okay, I like my one of my favorites is Bonafide. fide, it's in the freezer section at Natural Grocery. I could not find that. I went there <clears> looking.
0: <throat> okay, you have things to teach us. Okay. Yeah, freezer section bonafide. I will look for this. That's typically it's what really... I
1: recommend for people if they're going to buy it from the store. I don't know if you have thoughts on this, but I usually recommend that they get the frozen one just because I feel yeah. like the shelf stable ones have been a little
0: bit more processed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally amazing. Agree. Okay, it's on. It's on my grocery list.
1: But it's also it's so easy to make your own. You know, truly, if you have mm-hmm. the bones and and like the chicken feet, I mean. Yeah, you know, we can just ask our our farmer we buy chickens we just ask them for the feet cuz a lot of people don't want them and so then yeah. you can get a
0: bunch yeah or if have you ask new for pie the always or- has frozen chicken feet okay you guys are like opening my world up you're going to have to teach me how to do this because this all sounds I'm even like alternative, but this sounds very alternative.
2: <laughs> the yeah, feed, yes.
0: yeah, the chicken feed, that's, that's, that's okay. a step. But I'll, I'll, I'm here for it. It's
1: an experience can, the yep, first time yep. you do it. Yep,
0: you guys have to show me. Okay. <laughs> Especially
1: because I have chickens, uh, you know, they're egg-laying hens. Where so their feet have We been. don't eat them, yeah, but I know yes. what their feet do on <laughs> yeah. a daily basis yeah. and where they've been. So <laughs> 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 that shouldn't freak anybody out. And when we get them from our farmer, they've already been washed and cleaned once, and we just rinse them. Again, you know, do a quick clean and make sure everything looks good. But it's yeah. it's one of those things I think that feels intimidating until you do it the first time, and then you're you're like, that was easy.
0: I can do that. Yeah. That's no problem. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. You can teach us. Yep. Oh my Lanta. Okay. What are oh, what are some of your tips to make the doing the gaps diet easier? What are your Life, yeah, like what were some hacks. of, maybe what were
1: some of the hardest things about following the protocol? Yeah. And then how did you overcome those things? What did you do to make it
2: easier? Yeah. Well, you know, for a whole family, like for people who don't necessarily need to be on gaps, you know, mm-hmm. they kind of feel like, is this really it? Um, but oftentimes, but again, like my daughter was young and my husband, he'll eat whatever's put in front of him. <laughs> but essentially like doing the gaps for the people in the family who need it
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then having stuff on the side in addition to okay mm-hmm, that other family members can enjoy
0: okay yeah,
2: it is probably the easiest way to not have to cook like feel like you have to cook two separate meals or three separate meals you know for your mm-hmm. entire family right mm-hmm. it, it depends on where families are at but For me, I'll just talk for me personally, that was the way that made it the easiest is keep focusing on the gaps, soups and stews, and then just add in some things on the side for those that feel like they needed a little bit more.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, And and that eating that way is going to help your whole family anyway, just all the nutrients. So it's good for everyone. Yeah, it
2: doesn't hurt anybody. There's no nutrients lacking. Yep. Yep. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I sweet. think
0: that's
1: good advice for any um, restrictive dietary protocol, not just GAPs, but something like the autoimmune protocol or um, yeah. you know, any like an elimination diet or an antihistamine diet. There's so many, right? Because right. Yeah. there are some very specific needs that sometimes require some work and some specific dietary protocols that may or may not overlap. But I think for our listeners who are engaged in- kind of embarking in that journey, whether it's for themselves or a child, that's good advice is to make the main meal mm-hmm. friendly to that diet mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. have things on the side yep. that mm-hmm. your family members can enjoy in addition to it, but not trying to cater to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like if one family member, nice. I think that goes back to one of the the six pillars, right? Is the support of your family members yeah. and the support of your relationships. And For me personally, nothing is more supportive than when I'm overcoming a health issue and I need to follow a specific dietary protocol to have my husband do that alongside of me. Mm -hmm. If he's eating a bunch of things that I can't eat, that's not really that fun for me because it's already a challenge on my part Mm -hmm. to have a restricted diet. And so it feels really supportive when he also chooses to give up The grains, or the alcohol, or the gluten, or the dairy, or whatever, and he supports me in that. So I think for kids, you know, when you're bringing a kid through a protocol like that, or a family member, getting the whole family on board, it's it's for the benefit of. Mm everybody but it's especially for the benefit of that person who probably already is feeling a little bit mm-hmm. singled out in yeah. life yeah that's yep. right <laughs> a feel gypped. a little bit more yep. included yep. And, yep. and part
0: of the yep. tribe we're on the journey together friends. that's we're right doing this together yep. we got it yeah
2: that's right and and like you know just not having things in the house that aren't conducive
0: oh smart like Smart. that
2: that that's a big one yep. <clears throat> for me personally. anytime that I need to be focused on, you know, a little bit more honed in on, Yep. what I'm eating is you just can't have it in the house. Like, yep. just don't do that to yourself.
0: Right, <laughs> right. After <laughs> parades, that much harder. Yep. After parades, all that candy goes straight in the garbage, and that's just where oh, it yeah. needs to go. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm gonna eat the whole thing. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So so true. Um, what would you tell other parents who are facing challenging health issues with their children?
2: Well, mm. try the GAPS diet. Hey, mm.
0: okay. <laughs> start with that soup.
2: I, you know, I, yeah, I mean, kids, depending on the age they're at, it's a hard one. Yeah. But we do get, you know, a number of clients who come in, and. You know they need to start changing things around, right? Yep. But they're like, oh, but my kids still eat X, Y, and Z, or I still make them this. You know, because I want them to have a childhood. I want them to enjoy their childhood, and I, I'm like, well, let's work on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, I keep this thought inside. This thoughts are inside thoughts. Yeah, that's, that's
0: inside your head thoughts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't say this out loud, but I'm like, oh, we should talk about that. Like, yeah. I, I need to. Find find it a way to to help mold that thinking into that junk food is what brings us joy as children. Amen.
0: Ah, amen. We hit something there.
2: Yeah. So it's not easy. Yeah. Um, but it's so doable, and you know my children—they're happy. Mm-hmm. They are happy kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever we can, whatever we're gonna do for ourselves is as parents like it's just as important for our kids it's even more important for our kids if we Mm -hmm. can do for them maybe what our parents didn't do for us Mm -hmm. of providing you know a colorful table of options where kids can try they don't have to try everything Mm -hmm. but they have to try one new thing Mm -hmm. you know you chop up the veggies they've never had a bell pepper before you know but they eat the carrots fine you know they'll get there but it's our job to introduce to expand the palate. Um, and one of the best ways to make picky eaters enjoy something is a really good sauce.
0: Mm, yes. That's like
2: the key, I think. I'm yes. all about the sauces. You know, yes. we don't have to force uh, lima beans and Brussels sprouts on our children in their soggy, sweaty, steamed manner. Mm. You know, we can try them in different ways, helping people cook things in creative ways that make them taste mm. better. Yes. Um, am I still on topic? What was the question?
1: Absolutely, because what, what we name, asked yeah. was if you could give advice to parents whose kids are facing challenging health issues. Yes. and I think this is so valuable. <sighs> yeah. Is yeah. because a big part of it. Okay, sure. So now I know what dietary protocols to implement, but how do I make my kid eat that? Yeah. Stuff? Right. So I love
2: it. Right. Keep going. Okay. Good. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, and so if I if I go back to that question specifically too, like any health health challenge if you could replace sugary starchy items with protein yes yeah all that breakfasty bars and you know those things that are quick and out the door if you could switch it out with the easy quick protein that would change so much for your kids yeah yeah and then you know switching out sugary things for you know fruit with some fat apples and you know peanut butter or nut butter because peanut butter is like you can't do that it's cool anymore but um, yeah protein 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 and then healthy carbs because our kids need those needs need those things mm-hmm. yeah uh, yep. but then yes finding creative ways to cook vegetables let's say That make them taste better which roasting a vegetable always brings out the natural sweetness yes and that is the main way that i get things like brussels sprouts Mm -hmm. and broccoli into my children more of those they love roasted cabbage because it brings out the natural sweetness Mm -hmm. coconut aminos helps too brings out natural sweetness so there's i mean i can say all the things, but. Yes. Yes. Those are perfection. Yes. No, I love it.
1: And even when I was taking my developmental nutrition class, one of the things we learned is for young children, a lot of times they need to be exposed to a new food 10 or 15 times and they may reject it the 10 Mm. to 15 times. And then maybe the 16th time you give it to them, they'll they'll try it. But there was always an encouragement to keep trying even if your kid didn't like it the first time cuz i can't tell you mm-hmm. how many how many times the parents have been like oh my kids don't like that i tried that once and i'm like wow yeah. okay why don't you try, try it again, 15 mama. more times like, 15. Just, <laughs> just do it and yeah. and put it on their plate and encourage them to try yeah. it and don't yeah. <laughs> make it about rewards or punishments just yep. no. Yep. Don't Add stress them out yep. about it, but give them the opportunity yeah. to try it in different ways. Steamed, yep. roasted, mm-hmm. baked, yep. sauteed with a sauce, with the sauce
0: on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. in a mix. Yeah. How,
1: however it takes, keep introducing it. Don't get discouraged. Yep. Yeah. See if they'll try it at some point. Yep. Keep
2: Yeah. And just keep keep modeling what the behavior. Keep modeling yes. eating it and enjoying it with every you know. Yes. Yes. was well, the, the one last thing, this is one, this is one thing that I share with parents with picky eaters is making a vegetable gravy. Okay. And I remember one mom's input, which was like, Oh, I'm so glad. So it's like, you take your really yummy chicken bone broth and you add whatever vegetables. Okay. Um, and I cook it in the Instapot. Like, it's almost like I take my soup base without the meat. And I blend it up. So I take the cooked veggies as much broth as I want to make it as thick as I want. And then I have like the veggie gravy on the side with the meat. So instead of all in a pot where they can see the chunks and like, (laughs) no, it's blended up. They can take their meat and just dip it in. Or you just plop the meat right on top of the gravy. And this mom was like, I cannot believe you. My daughter is devouring this. And I think her daughter, um, had a seizure disorder. Oh, wow. So, you know, was really picky and and is not and is enjoying all of these things. Our mom's just getting really creative and valuing, how am I going to get vegetables in my child?
1: Yes. Veggie gravy. I love <laughs> that piece of, you're making me hungry right now. I know. I yeah, love yeah, that piece of amazing. amazing. And I think, too, even reframing picky and picky behavior and the phrase picky eater because for so many kids, if they've had something like what your son went through where they throw up every time they eat or they have indigestion or they have stomach cramping yes. um, or they have loose stools or constipation, it's less that they just don't want to eat the food and more that they associate food with pain. Mm-hmm. And so they tend to crave more of those comfort foods, the starchy foods, the breads, the pastas. Because if yeah. you think about being sick and having an upset stomach, yep. generally, like, if I'm feeling nauseous, the things that sound good are more of the starchy yep. foods. Yep. And and so a kid is not intentionally being picky about something. It yeah. may be that they're not able to communicate to you as a parent that that food, the thought of that food makes them feel sick or
2: scared of pain. hmm hmm Absolutely. So yeah. Ah.
0: Well, your veggie gravies are amazing, and I'm adding that to my grocery <laughs> list now. It's <laughs> so good, I'm amazing. Like... I have done um, with the broccoli, and then you add all the nutritional yeast, and it makes it almost like a cheddar broccoli cheesy. Yeah, and yeah, cheesier. That's a really good one. But I'm add a good the, one. the ones you're saying. It sound amazing. This sounds amazing. So
1: so tell us, because you help patients at Upstream Functional Medicine who are starting a new dietary protocol with shopping and stocking their pantry and putting together meal plans and recipes as you talked to us. So following a strict protocol like the GAPS protocol can be challenging. What are some of your high-level tips on things like clearing out your pantry? Let's start there, like clearing out your pantry, and then we'll go through this list because I want to talk about Clearing out your pantry, shopping, meal planning and prepping, getting variety, finding recipes, and then anything else. But how about cleaning out your pantry to start?
2: You just got to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just throw throw it away. Some people are like, you know, I can't start this diet because I got to eat all the stuff out of my pantry. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I have an idea. What if you donated it to your local food pantry? What if you, you know? Yeah, yeah throw it in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, people are like, oh, we don't want to waste. It's, it's like, okay, well, here's some. I, I, I don't always give those tips, but yep. but it's interesting. You know, it's like, let me eat my last loaf of bread before I give it up. It's like yeah. the, last um, yep, <laughs> the last supper. Yep, The last supper, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, so you got to clean out your pantry. And it's a big, long list of all the good stuff to put in it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm not sure what to say concisely other than, you know, less, the less processed, the least amount of ingredients, you know, in the items in your pantry, the better.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: I mean, we have things like chips and crackers and what else do we have? Um, I guess I'm not quite sure where to go with that.
1: No, know. that yeah. I think that's perfect. I think yeah. there's kind of two camps of people, people who are concerned about the food waste, in which case, yes, donate, donate it to your it. local food yeah. pantry because yeah, yeah. in yeah. instances where it's a, a matter of not eating or yeah. eating, yeah. those people, they need yeah. least the food, food. right? Yeah. They're not right. at that level, right, where it's a decision between healthier foods. They're at a level where they need to... F- put food into their body. yeah, And right. so you can donate it. Yep. Or if it's something that's really terrible, throw it in the trash.
0: Yes, cuz no one yeah. needs it. Yeah. Nobody should yeah. be eating yeah. that. Yeah. But
1: donate some of your other items that maybe are canned soups or things that may just not have ingredients that yep. fit the protocol you're on, yep. but right. are bad in general, donate those things and somebody else can have them.
0: Yep. Right. Right. And right. I was thinking about like when I would have started this to be like, but it's so expensive to get the healthy food all in your pantry. And it's like, well, okay, number one, invest in yourself. Or number two, do it, you know, while you're stocking the pantry. You don't have to like do a $1,000 pantry from natural grocers mm-hmm. overnight, you know, just like start adding in those healthier foods and and replacing. Oh, right. well, you used to buy processed, but now just buy the ingredients separate and kind of get smart about how you restock.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. And what about shopping? What are some tips for people as they're shopping and looking for, I just saw a really funny meme from uh, Max Lugavere. I follow him on Instagram and he had something that said, think about it. If, if it's called the health food section in a grocery store, what, what is the rest of the grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> That's I was like, like, that's awesome. That's that is, a good point, oh my right? Gosh. That's yeah. such a good point. Like, right? If they have to call it the health food section, what does that tell you about everything, yeah, everything else? else? Oh, chucks the ducks. What? Oh, duck? I so loved good. that. I loved that. So, what are some of your tips for shopping? <clears throat> what? How do people? I've heard shop the perimeter. Maybe just talk a
2: little bit about your favorite shopping tips to make it easy. Yes. Well, one of the biggest things I love and is frozen vegetables.
0: Yes, because they last and they don't spoil. Oh, that's good.
2: Yeah, you know, people are like, oh, but, you know, but I go oftentimes if they're frozen, they're picked peak ripeness, mm-hmm. right? So then they're like more full full of nutrients yeah a lot of times the groceries we get on our you know the the produce we have on our shelves was picked green and ripened on transit unless you can do your local farmer's market which is always awesome mm-hmm. um which that's now probably going to come to an end because we're getting into winter so frozen vegetables use them love it you yes. know it doesn't always yeah. have it doesn't to be fresh every time and it's you're not doing a bad job if you're using frozen veggies (laughs) amen thank Mm -hmm. you for that um yeah and then good fats are really important okay what are some of those yeah so olive and coconut and avocado make sure they're in dark bottles dark glass bottles preferably but no canola no safflower nothing that's in a bright clear shiny yellow liquid on the shelf but you don't <laughs> need any of that don't, don't um, need it yep. and then the other the other good ones are using animal fats for cooking so and you can't always find those but in the health food section uh you can find them and so using animal fats is really good so focusing on on the fats focusing on getting your veggies in and if they're frozen, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I do show people the brands that fit into elimination diets, whether Mm -hmm. it's like a grain-free, dairy-free, that would be more like your paleo people um, because it's helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. helpful to know what brands are out there that are making, you know, elimination diets, so much more easier yeah uh easier to yeah to just really to really make it work in life Mm -hmm. yeah um and so i i go through those different brands that are available too yep i love that
1: i love that i think that's so helpful um what about with meal planning and prepping any just basic tips that are helpful for people getting started on a more restrictive protocol
2: Uh, Well, ultimately, you know, I can talk from experience, from what I do, this is what I share with people It's like, I always have a thaw bowl in my fridge. So I've always got some kind of protein thawing. Mm -hmm. And this is why I love frozen vegetables. Because if you always have a protein ready to go,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. or in a crock pot, you know, cooking, it's easy to cook frozen vegetables on the side and make it a meal. Mm-hmm. And so focusing on having a plan for your protein. Yeah. I think is key in meal in meal planning and having meals that are ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you can get those like bad, you know, salad greens, right? Like are already washed and ready. You know, you just have, throw your greens, throw your meat on top. Um, that's probably one of the, best ways I focus on meal planning is just in that aspect.
1: Yeah. I love that. I think that's perfect. I think yeah. that's, it is like eating healthier is easier for my family because yeah. we're only making e- meat and vegetables. And so we're not mm-hmm. trying to cook the rice or trying to make a quinoa dish or something like that. We're cooking meat and vegetables, which are easy, yeah. easy to cook once you know how and I do know yeah. it doesn't come naturally to everybody. My, my husband, is he needs a recipe and he needs it yes. to be exact. Yep. And he does not like my cooking instructions because <laughs> I am like... Just do it until it's enough. Yeah, save, save.
2: <laughs> Use
1: instinct. enough of it. Put enough of it in the pan and then yes. chop up a vegetable small enough and then cook them long enough. That's yes. like- <laughs> He's like,
0: there's a lot of gray like, here. Get out of here. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. A lot of gray here. <laughs> yes. 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 And That's he has funny. demonstrated I it by you said a lot. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like inedible because he put yes. a lot yes. of salt on it yes. or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think it's, it is – It is easy. It -hmm. is simple. Not always easy, but it's simple to make a meat and a vegetable dish and not have to worry about making anything else.
0: Yep. I'll even say on my journey to healthier eating in the last few years, I now am here. I now do a meat and then a a frozen veggie and i was like okay this is what i'm doing okay this is working mm-hmm. okay. yeah i'm curious for you do you have now if mainly we're making meat and veggies that's beautiful do you what are your like four main dishes that you cook at your house that are like healthier do you do like ta- tacos with i don't know hard corn shells or oh well, maybe not corn shells but or taco salad what are your four favorites i'm just curious mm, i love that
2: yeah so we definitely do egg roll in a bowl
0: oh so
2: that's good um that's that's a family favorite oh kevin would love that okay
0: send me that recipe sometime yeah it's, we'll it's really we'll it good and really easy somehow, yeah
2: yeah, egg roll in a bowl it's on rotation um we do a lot of like brussels sprouts and kielbasa Oh um, wait, what's kielbasa? What's that? Like a type of sausage. Like oh. a sausage link.
0: Oh, oh, yum!
2: And then we'll do like a cauliflower fried rice. Um,
0: yum!
1: That's one of our favorites here too. Is cauliflower fried rice? What
2: a great yeah! Way and to my get family so loves Asian. Yeah, yeah. Those so sound we love Asian flavored things, which is nice because it it easily keeps out dairy, and that's something that we're is more newly being like oh it's not suiting any of us (laughs) um and so we do a lot of that what else i mean now we're into soups and stews yes yes so i do like a hamburger stew and i do like a chicken pot pie stew um yeah what else oh and then salads with meat on top and tacos we do tacos and mexican stuff Mm-hmm. Um, I make enchiladas. Yeah.
0: Those sound really good. Those <laughs> first three that you said, I'm going to write those down and Google those real real fast. Yeah, right? I'll send
1: them to you. Okay. Yeah, that'd be good. great. Cause I'd love to share some of those recipes with our listeners. They're yeah. always asking for things like that. The more tangible, practical, I'd love to have that. I will say Absolutely. too, on the, uh, on the community side of things, I've shared this before in an episode, but I have a, a friend who's going through the AIP diet and I I follow it to an extent too. I'm way more into the introduct like the reintroduction phase. So I've brought a lot mm-hmm. more things in that she's still currently eliminating. But what we decided was for our families, it would be fun to every Tuesday night get together and trade off who made dinner, but but make dinner together, make an AIP friendly cool. meal together, and that builds the community side of things. Yeah. But also it makes it really fun because we've, we've talked about it. We've been doing it for several months now, and we've really stayed consistent with it because it's fun. And I think one thing is I look for recipes I wouldn't try because I want to make something fun for them. And they have a young child, and so it's, it always has to be kid-friendly too. Um, That's awesome. but it's really stretching and growing me cause I'll look for new recipes and uh-huh. then every other Tuesday, I don't have to make dinner. I go mm-hmm. and they yes. make the dinner. And so it's really nice cause it gives you a bit of a break, but it also really builds that community aspect. So as much as you can find mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. who are going through the same sort of things you are, or even who they don't have to be following the same dietary protocols, but maybe there's somebody who supports you on your journey and mm-hmm. they'd be fine with making you a meal every other week and you make them a meal. I think yep. those pieces also make it yep. easier for you and more fun because I like Absolutely. cooking when it's fun and cooking yep. for other
2: people is fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes the community. That's like my love language. Yep. <laughs> it's like having people over. Yeah. You know, being together, eating together, cooking for them. But then sometimes I'm like, did you like it? Did Was you... it the best meal you've ever had? Like <laughs> yeah. I need that input. I need it to be I need it to have been awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still out. Okay, it doesn't have to be awesome for everybody. Like you're fine. Just- <laughs>
1: I love that. We'll have to get together and and make a meal together. You'll have to cook for us. That sounds amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Any any of the meals you suggested would be perfect. Oh,
2: yes, absolutely. I think
1: you've covered some of the getting variety side of things you talked about that when you talked about with kids, just chopping different veggies and having that available. What about finding recipes? Do you have any favorite websites or books or anything you'd recommend that make finding recipes for these stricter dietary protocols easy? simple
2: well i tell people like just put paleo in front of whatever recipe you're looking for yes yes. (laughs) and a thousand things will pop up Mm -hmm. like there has never been a better time to be on an elimination diet than right now because so many people yep are paving the way Mm -hmm. and making it easy Mm -hmm. yeah um but there are key people that I go to for family friendly, paleo, or AIP. Um, one of my favorite AIP websites is Meatified. I love them.
0: Meetified. She's
2: awesome. I love them. Um, I definitely have made a number of her nightshade free, like salsas, because when I did AIP, I terribly missed Mexican food and, and her recipes really fill that gap. Mm. Um, I found some really good gourmet recipes on 40 aprons.
0: Okay.
2: I like, I like um, them too. Mm -hmm. They're, they're really good. Um, there's paleo running mama.
0: (laughs) Yes. I've seen her. But
2: ultimately I do tell people like put AIP in front of whatever recipe you're looking for. And so many options will come flying in. And I always say, read the reviews. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. you'll see if everybody tried this recipe and it's failed, it's a lemon. Don't mm-hmm. do that recipe, do that. Right. you know. <laughs> yep. Or if everybody's like, this was perfect, just as is. Or I added this and it was fabulous, you know. And if yep. you see the, the blogger replying and and being a part of the conversation, then you know it's legit. Yep. So. Yeah. And I'm
0: guessing the more you're in that like Google search of AIP or Google search of gaps, the more you're going to understand what different foods they use instead of other foods. And then your yeah. pantry is going to start having those foods in it more and it's all going to grow together. Just get yep. started. See what there is. Add the next ingredient and you'll get there. Yep. 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 Absolutely.
1: I love um, Sarah Ballantyne's website, the Paleo Paleomom. She's awesome. She's all she AIP. And I really love Michelle Tam, Nom Nom Paleo. That's yeah, another yeah. good one. She's got some great recipes. And I know in her Gut and Psychology Syndrome book, Dr. Natasha has a whole grouping of recipes at the yes. end
2: that are good. Ooh. Yes. We we still make her pancakes uh, with, a, with a few adjustments, but we call them cookie pancakes. <laughs> she lets us have
0: pancakes? so good.
2: This sounds amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a squash and nut butter pancake. <gasps>
0: Oh, that
1: sounds, sounds amazing. amazing. Okay. <laughs> We're hungry. <laughs> I know, hungry. I know Tammy's making hungry. I know. Sorry. Well, I'm Tammy, here. anything we haven't yeah. talked about that you would like to share or discuss?
2: I I just I may I don't want any like listener to feel like helping their family member is impossible or they'll never be able to do it, or it's too hard, because just making one change, yeah one change for your family member, <clears throat> uh, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt that they want to feel better, yeah. whether you think it's, oh, but I'm robbing them of, of their joy or their childhood. It's not true. Yeah. So if you're feeling like, if you do this, your child will not ever be able to enjoy sweets again. It's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and call me and we can come up with some great recipes. Yes. <laughs> so it's still fit into a lovely diet, but still really bring, bring nutrients and healing to whatever needs there are, but um, it's not impossible and you can do it. And just one little step. Is all you use that is that's where you have to start. You don't have to throw everything out, just one little step. Yep, yeah, I love
1: that. Thank you, love that,
2: Tammy. <laughs> so you are such a
1: vibrant, yes life giving presence
2: yes. on this ray podcast.
0: Sunshine, I love it. You are like a ray of sunshine, yes, I and all you
2: guys, you ladies yes. are the same. Yes, well, <laughs> oh, thank, <laughs> thank,
0: thank you. And all of your practical knowledge on like the cooking and the the meal prep and the grocery shopping, I'm like, oh, you are a wealth of knowledge that we need to tap into. Yes.
1: um, Pun fully intended. Our listeners are going to eat this episode up. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're always asking, what are the practical things? Yes. you guys. This is such a gold, solid gold episode. Tammy, you really knocked it out of the park. And thank you so much for showing up with us today and being just this amazing source of information for our listeners. I think this is really going to add a lot of value to our listeners' lives. So we really appreciate you. Thank
0: you. You were made to be a coach. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, go be Renegades. Go be Renegades. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Renegade Nutrition Podcast.
1: Please keep in mind that this podcast is an educational service that provides general health information. The content on this podcast is not a substitute for direct, personal, professional medical care and diagnosis. You should always talk to your doctor before making a dietary or lifestyle change. Go be Renegades! Go be Renegades!